Now, over the bank holiday weekend, the US House Speaker Nancy Pelosi led a congressional delegation to Kiev uh, to meet uh, Ukrainian, uh, the Ukraine president. It's been revealed they visited on Saturday. That was before heading to Poland for talks with officials there. Let's hear a little bit of what uh, Nancy Pelosi said while she was in Kiev. She uh, pledged her support to the local people. I'm very honoured to be with a very distinguished congressional delegation that has travelled here to send a clear message to the world, America stands with Ukraine. We stand with Ukraine until victory is won. Now, joining me now is LBC's Washington correspondent, Simon Marks. Uh, Simon, uh, Nancy Pelosi obviously became the highest-ranking U.S. government official to visit Kiev over the weekend. Uh, do you think she was preparing the groundwork for a visit by Joe Biden? Well, I think that's certainly part of it, Dom. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, for those who are unaware, is not only the Speaker of the House of Representatives, she's second in line for the U.S. presidency after uh, Kamala Harris, the Vice President of the United States. So she was there essentially in both capacities uh, as the most senior U.S. government figure yet to meet uh, with Volodymyr Zelensky. Remember that just about 10 days earlier, uh, both Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin and U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken had also made uh, that pretty hazardous journey. Uh, President Biden late last week announced plans to seek another 33 billion, with a B, billion dollars uh, in humanitarian and defense assistance uh, for Ukraine. He needs the support of members of Congress to get that done. So the timing of this visit was notable in terms of Nancy Pelosi being flanked uh, by a congressional delegation who uh, presumably the administration now hopes will return to Washington saying we met Zelensky. He's a good man. We absolutely should vote to give President Biden uh, that kind of emergency funding. As to when President Biden is going uh, to visit Kiev, uh, I mean it does seem to be a when rather than an if. The White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki has insisted uh, on numerous occasions over the last few weeks that the President wants to travel to Ukraine, but she insists there are no firm plans that have yet been made for him uh, to do so. Uh, there's obviously, from a security perspective, a massive difference between a congressional delegation, even headed by the Speaker of the House of Representatives, making its way to Kiev, uh, and the US President given the enormous amounts of communications equipment, security, uh, press, the White House press pool would have to travel there with him. Uh, I mean, this would be a difficult uh, trip for the White House completely to keep under wraps. Of course, presidents in the past have made surprise visits to places that we've only found out about after they've arrived in those locations. Uh, but whether you'd be able to keep a visit like that under wraps all the way until Joe Biden uh, emerged from Kiev is uh, another a big question. But look, I mean, at the White House, they've seen the images uh, of Boris Johnson walking through the streets of Kiev with the Ukrainian leader. They understand the power of that imagery. And so uh, there is an argument here that says, well, if the British Prime Minister can do it, the American President better do it, uh, particularly if he's going to demonstrate that he's got, uh, you know, the kind of uh, toughness uh, required for the role of President uh, of the United States as we enter election season here in America. So no word on when it's going to happen, uh, but President Biden does have various bits of international travel planned over the next two, three, four months. And at some point, I suggest, uh, I suspect we will all be surprised suddenly to learn that he's popped up in Kiev. 
Absolutely, we'll keep one eye on that. Now, you mentioned the election season. Uh, Joe Biden beginning to focus on November's midterm elections. It feels uh, uh, a long time away, but it's now less than six months away. Uh, reportedly, uh, Mr Biden has a new plan to push back against a uh, threatened wipeout of his uh, Democratic Party. Uh, yeah, what's the latest? It, yeah, it might feel like a long time in British politics, but in American politics, it's the blink of an eye. Six months is, frankly, pretty late to be leaving it to devise a vote-winning strategy. Uh, but that is where President Biden finds himself. Remember that these midterm elections in November will see one-third uh, of the U.S. Senate, the entire House of Representatives, and the keys to around three dozen governor's mansions across the country, all up for grabs. And all the polling suggests that the Democrats are facing a wipeout. Seems to be no question whatsoever that they will lose control of the House of Representatives, that the aforementioned Nancy Pelosi will no longer be Speaker uh, of the House of Representatives. It is perfectly possible that they will also lose control of the Senate because this uh, election uh, in November is going to be a referendum on Joe Biden's presidency and his approval ratings continue to hover at record low levels. He is underwater on every major issue that he is confronting, inc including uh, his handling of Ukraine. That is, of course, before we get to issue number one, the economy and America's inflationary ravages that are absolutely making themselves known uh, to American voters all over the country, even if their uh, real consequence and impact hasn't fully penetrated the inner circle uh, at the White House. So we're told this morning that his plan now is not just to continue travelling the country uh, as he's been doing more of in the last couple of weeks in a bid to explain how much he says he's got done as President of the United States, but also to tackle former President Donald Trump head-on. There are big tests for Donald Trump coming up over the next few weeks. Uh, a whole series of primary contests in various parts of the country uh, in which the former president has endorsed candidates and many of those candidates on the Republican side seem to be in difficulty. So there's a test before November of Donald Trump's influence over the Republican Party uh, and if more than a handful of those candidates that he's endorsed go down to defeat in these primary campaigns, the Democrats believe that gives them an opening really to focus on what Donald Trump has done to the Republican Party, how far to the right he's taken it, and appeal to voters to come back to the centre and embrace the Democrats. Uh, I'm bound to say I think that's a bit of a high-stakes strategy uh, by the White House, uh, but that is the one that they appear to be left with, given that their efforts to try and persuade the American people that Joe Biden is a terrific president uh, seem in very large parts of the country to be falling on deaf ears. Certainly something uh, we here in the UK will be watching uh, very closely, I'm sure. Uh, and Simon, uh, just um, something slightly different. Uh, Netflix has cancelled a uh, Meghan Markle project. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, absolutely. This relates, of course, to Netflix's uh, financial and economic difficulties. They lost 200,000 uh, paying subscribers in the first quarter of the year. Uh, they saw that $50 billion was erased from the company's market value. The company says that they expect 
8 millions more people are going to decide to uh, uh, ditch the service when subscriptions come up for renewal. I mean, that's partly a reflection uh, of America emerging from the pandemic, people getting back to restaurants and uh, travel again and not necessarily simply going home at the end of every work night and firing up the computer and saying, I wonder what Netflix has got on. Uh, but it has uh, consequences for Netflix's producers. And one of those producers, of course, is the Archwell Foundation, headed by uh, Meghan and Harry from their uh, new home out in California. So Netflix has cancelled plans to develop an animated series called Pearl uh, that was uh, created by uh, uh, the uh, the Duchess of Sussex. It's all about a 12-year-old girl uh, who uh, has animated adventures that are inspired by influential historical women. Uh, it is one of several projects that Netflix is shelving. I mean, there's a bit of a test in all of that for the multi-million dollar contractual relationship between Netflix uh, and the Sussexes. Uh, they are about to produce, Meghan Markle is about to produce the first episode uh, of her uh, podcast for Spotify, because they've obviously got a, a separate large business relationship with Spotify. Uh, but if Netflix continues to see the kind of subscriber losses that it's currently warning are on the cards, that could pose problems uh, for a large number of Netflix producers, including uh, Meghan Markle, but potentially also for Barack and Michelle Obama as well, who have a lucrative uh, production contract with the streaming uh, entertainment service. So definitely one to watch in the months ahead. Simon, thanks as always. That's LBC's Washington correspondent. I'm sure we'll catch up uh, soon. Thank you for your time.